It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. And we got a million dollars. That's not making love, though. Okay, we're not making love, Chris. I'm saying I don't want to make love. If, if dude. someone was like Alex, I'll give you a million dollars, and you gotta, you gotta like bang Christian. I, 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 dude, a million dollars? No. What? Wait, let's let's talk about it. <laughs> because in all honesty, like everyone's always like, oh, how one of the most common guy questions is like, oh, how much money would it take to, for you to like blow somebody? And everyone's like, a million dollars. It's like, really, dude? Do you think your blowjobs are worth a million dollars? There's no way you can blow someone worth a million dollars. I think realistically. <laughs> 1300 bucks. Is our friendship going to be the same afterwards? <laughs> 1300, dude? No, man. Realistically, bro. Let's let's I've you never I've never I've never given a blowjob before. If someone's going to offer me money for it and I want to make some good decent coin from it, I'm going to have to be real with them cuz I don't think my blowjobs are worth a million dollars. That's just outlandish. Buying a used kind of broke down car with that 1300 every or, single time or, you look at that or a blowjob from this mouth what no i understand what you're saying listen to my situation you get a blow you get the blowjob we get 1300 bucks right together we buy a broke down 1996 honda civic that is worth 1300 dollars every single time i look at an, that car get in the car that much dude i'm what oh four 2004 with thirteen hundred, for sure. But okay, you think a ninety-seven Honda probably doesn't even run anymore. You could get that for a hundred bucks. I've I've seen a ninety, a hundred bucks. I don't think so. Your sense of currency is off, my friend. Your sense of currency is off. That's a terrible comeback if you just have to repeat what I just said. Are you in the fifth grade? You're in the fifth grade. Well, good job, dude. Thanks. Because you look like you're thirty-two, but it looks like you just went through puberty. I actually look like I'm seventeen. One. Really? Yeah, that's why I get carded everywhere I go because I have that Asian persuasion that makes me look young. How's your facial hair coming along, dude? Uh, I recently just cut it all off. Cut it all off? Yes, I took some you scissors. Cut it all and off. Chopped dude. off my beard. Um, you don't even shave. You cut. <laughs> I don't. It's so long that I have to use a machete. Um. So Melissa gave me a haircut last week, right? Oh no and wonder. I, I, when I had seen you, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> Let me tell my story. I came into, um, uh, to First Street Cafe uh -huh. for Trivia Night, and Correct. I saw you there. I was... The first thing you said to me is, hey, nice haircut. And I knew that you meant it. But since you have such a reputation of, of either being a lying son of a bitch <laughs> or just extremely sarcastic, the first thing Melissa said to you was like, Fuck, Fuck you. you. Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell? I was like, I actually meant it. Yeah, dude. She did a good job this she time. She did. She really did. Yeah. Um, she really did. Um, uh, Hi. Um, my co-host is Alejandro Turtleneck Middleton. And my co-host is Christian Butterball Baltazar. And those are our nicknames in uh, quotes. Um, and they are factual. I do um. have Butterballs <laughs> and he does own a turtleneck. <laughs> Uh, do I own a turtleneck? Do you? Nope. Um, I actually do not. Christian, what are we doing here? I think we're doing a movie podcast, my friend. But like bad movies or good movies? You know, bad movies, but the word bad is a very subjective term. So how do we know which ones are bad? Uh, we watch them ourselves. I thought it was if they were critically condemned. That's right. I'm I'm saying the wrong things. If really? they're critically condemned. Can we condemned. get back to... Are you, did you miss a page in the script? I did. Let me, okay, let me just turn back. the page Jesus real quick. Christ. And we are back. 
Baddies, welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of ICBTB Podcast, also known as It, it Can't, Can't Be That Bad. Bad. Uh, we are joined by uh, two friends inside of our studio, uh, Christopher Perry. He's here. He's here. He's here. He's here. He's here and he's near. He's not even looking at us. He's dear to our heart, though. Yes, I will say that. Oh, man, he looks so good. I, uh, I'd, I'd put a, so a biscuit ready. on his head. Uh, and then Anna's here too. Uh, Anna is waving because she doesn't realize how audio mediums work, but uh, you know she'll figure it out. She'll figure it out. Say hi into the mic because it's an audio medium. No, not sign language. She's slowly getting closer to the microphone. Hey, hey. Really? Whoa. That's all you got to say? Before the mic's turned on, you were being quite loud. We couldn't get her to shut up. Oh my gosh. Uh, you guys must be wondering, why do we have these people in our studio? And I'm how wondering can I? It. Yeah. What are you wondering? I'm wondering why the fuck are these people in our studio? Yeah, why are you guys in my house? <laughs> uh, well, Chris brought food. Mm-hmm. And Anna... <laughs> She's brought her personality. Yeah. Uh, which is more than enough for anyone to handle. For anyone. <laughs> um, we did watch a movie, though. That's right, we did. And we watched a movie that is a remake of one of my favorite movies. Yeah, you uh, were pretty ecstatic about the original. I thought we were going to watch the original until I realized it's rated too high. Yeah, dude, it's a whopping 89% for the Which original. Which is still, in my book, uh, 1% too low than it should be. Wow, you think it should deserve an A- minus at the very 100%, least? 100%, bro. Okay. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Is that from the original? Because I didn't watch the OG movie. Yeah, it's also in this one, too. Oh, they do say it once. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, if you know what the movie is, guys, uh, well done. You actually will live through the 80s or have some semblance of what history is like. Good job. Or, we can tell you right now, we watched... Robocop. Robocop 2014, in case you didn't realize when the remake was made. Because yeah. they did make three Robocops in the 80s, and there was a TV show. Yeah, were the, the sequels 90s. and the TV show any good? TV show was garbage. Sequels were great, though. Robocop is incredible, dude. I just think it's such an awesome thing that this like soulless, heartless being uh, goes around killing bad guys. Yeah. Uh, and then they kind of take that and put it in this new movie where they give him a soul and shit and ruin it. Mm-hmm. What? How big of a fan were you did you own any merchandise and paraphernalia about a four four. four out of a ten uh yeah okay i mean like i knew it i watched the movies i liked robocop i wasn't supposed to watch robocop because it was rated r and it got a hard r was it super violent back in the 80s and the main bad guy in the first one was red foreman oh yeah i saw that in the cast list man that's i can't imagine him being a bad guy because he's now forever ingrained in my mind he's a great bad guy Oh, I I like to think that after that bad guy quit his life of crime, he got married to Kitty and had a daughter uh-huh. and a son. And so it's the same universe. Moved. Here we to go Wisconsin. again. We're connecting RoboCop to that '70s show. Um, why don't we just jump into the nitty gritty? Yeah, nitty bitty nitty gritty committee. That's what we call it now. It is. Um, so I will start. Good job. RoboCop was rated PG-13. Ugh. First groan of the night. Released in 2014, it has a runtime of two hours and one minute. That is 121 minutes for anybody out there who's curious, especially Melissa. Uh, I just want to help them out. She's not that curious, man. She gets uh, well, it. It's done for her. Uh, it has a 6.2 out of 10 on IMDb and a 49% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, but it did also get a 3 out of 5 on Common Sense Media. Um, it did have a rating from Google. Christian, would you like to guess the rating of Google users? I'm going to go with 76%. It's close. Wow, really? 79? No, nah, it's closer. 80? 80? 82%. Ah, okay. 82% Google users approved of this movie, uh, which makes sense because everybody doesn't like, not everybody likes remakes, and most people like the original Rebel Cop. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, synapses coming at you. Right at you. In 2028, so eight years from now. Um, Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> in case some You of act us- like we don't know numbers here, dude. <laughs> I don't know. You know, Asians and their numbers. Whoa. Um, in 2028, Omnicorp is at the center of the robotic technology. Well, its drones have long been used as mil- as da 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 in 2028, Omnicorp is the center of the robot technology. While its drones have been long used by the military overseas, their use is forbidden in America's law enforcement. However, Omnicorp gets a golden opportunity to crack the market when Detroit cop Alex Murphy is critically injured in the line of duty. Flying him, flying this transformation, Murphy is turned into a cyborg. Omnicorp executives hope that they can raise billions in shareholder stocks, um... This is way too long. Uh, it's fucking RoboCop, guys. Dude almost <laughs> dies. They shove him in oh a fucking robot, and he's a cop, bro. This is the first it's synopsis RoboCop, that bro. you've never finished. Hey, here's how it's going to go down, guys. I got a real synopsis from the heart. Boom. Alex Murphy, Detroit cop, blowing up, sent to cyborg land, becomes RoboCop, gets a gun in one hand, a gun in the other hand, runs around, killing bad guys. Boom. Detroit's safe. You're welcome, America. You sound like a child. You sound like a child that really knows this movie, but those were that was a... Like 10 broken sentences. Those were complete sentences with subjects and predicates. Okay. All right. I don't know any child that knows I don't want to have any conflict with you, so we're just going to move right on along. So move right along. you did preface to me that, oh, are we going to do the budget game? You can if you want. All right, let's do it. I want to. It was supposed to have a budget of $60 million. And then what happened? Uh, they spent $100 million. <laughs> just, just a little <laughs> bit over. Just a little <laughs> bit over. Okay. Well, how much did it make? $127 million. It made $242.7 million. I was close if you changed it up a little bit. I, I mean, hey... It, I think a movie like this gets a lot of stuff because RoboCop is going to be a toy and a costume at Halloween. Yes. It's going to have probably, it, I think this one did have a comic book tie into it. Uh, they marketed it, you know, everyone thought new RoboCop was going to be dope. And when I first saw the commercials, I also thought it was going to be dope, dude. How can something with Michael Keaton and Gary Oldman and Samuel L. Jackson yeah, not man. be shitty, bro? There was a lot of promise with it. And All then, these great celebrities, man. I, I'm always astounded when Academy Award winning actors do such garbage movies. Well, because after you read the script and just think about the premise already, it is a reinvention, a revamp of a, such a popular franchise. Well, Something as cool as RoboCop, yeah. dude. And RoboCop OG kind of got to run away with the uh, market, right? They just kind of yeah. got to do what they wanted. This RoboCop had a lot of problems at the uh, production company. Sony didn't let, I believe it was Sony. Um, didn't let that the director do as much as he wanted. Mm-hmm. Constantly, the director is quoted as saying, for every 10 idea he gives the company, nine are cut out. So wow. he felt like they were constantly rewriting the script and constantly changing things that he never got to actually do it. It was the studio's executive decision to make it PG-13 and not uh-huh. rated R because they had spent so much money uh, trying to make the movie. They needed to have a way to make sure that they got their money back. Yeah. But if they made 200-something million, I'd say they probably could have made this an R-rated movie and I think they would have made more money. Oh, yeah. I think if they even would have just like just straight up taken old RoboCop script and just used that. Because this isn't at all close to the RoboCop story. The story in the in the movie is less, uh, in OG RoboCop, is less him trying to solve his own murder. Okay. It's like not until the end when RoboCop finally like realizes that he was a cop at one time. All right. Because uh, he has no feelings in original RoboCop. This one, they like kept his brain and shit. And the other one, they just wanted to. He was just a robotic cop. cop. Really? Yeah. 
So, okay, here's my issue with that. So, it seems with this episode, we're going to be on uh, different sides of the spectrum. You are going to be a much more avid supporter of the OG RoboCop, and I fucking loved this movie the way it was. Individually as a movie, not even knowing the franchise, I thought it was a brilliant film. Well, I I do want to make this point. What's up? Did you think he looked cool yes i think he didn't look as cool as original robocop dude i was looking at pictures of og robocop og robocop looks like he has a metal bowl on his head exactly some crusty ass lips shut up and like <laughs> i don't know dick now. tin foil all over his body no, dude. okay even in the movie they're like we tested this so it scared the shit out of the people in the prisons you know what picture they were showing og, OG robocop, RoboCop. Really? I swear to god <laughs> shit that's they're, what they were using yeah, as a fear they're, factor? Because uh, Jay Baruchel is like a marketing executive. Oh, he's fantastic and, in this film. Incredible. I love him. And he stalks it. He's like, this, uh, he's like, he tested through the, he scared, he scared them shitless in prisons. And the picture that he's shown him is OG Robocop. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Well, they just but, want to do a little throwback. But I did like that Michael Keaton was like, meh. Make him black. I did like the black. That was cool. Yeah, the black um, suit was dope as hell. He was much more terrifying. He looked sleek. He looked so fucking dope. I think uh, Joel Kinnaman played yep, RoboCop gonna, very well. I was going to say, Joel Kinnaman was also in another movie we just recently did. He played Rick Flagg in Suicide, Suicide Squad. Squad. That's and right. if you think that's the last connection this movie has to Batman, boy, you're wrong. Because Michael Keaton's in this movie. He that's was right. in Batman. Gary that's Oldman right. was in this movie. He, he was, was in, in Batman. Batman. Um, Ooh, good job, dude. Uh, also... Uh, there was two other people who were also in the Dark Knight Returns animated movie. They were part of the Batman series. So this movie is just full of Batman, Batman people. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way I said it better. Um, but yeah, why don't we just jump into it? So uh, he is a cop in Detroit yeah. and he gets blown up and they realize that the only way to save his body mm-hmm. is to do this revolutionary uh, experiment. Surgery, yeah. Yeah, surgery uh, to make him the world's first cyborg cop. Yeah. And uh, what better city to put a cyborg cop in than uh, Detroit? Detroit. Yeah. Um, I think that that was awesome. That's why well, I do want to say that's Go why on. I liked OG RoboCop because he looked like steel. Okay. Like Detroit steel. Okay. And I thought that was like, if he's going to be part of the city of Detroit, he should be part of the city of Detroit uh-huh. instead of like a NFL quarterback not wearing a jersey. Dude, but he looked so cool. His here. visor was cooler. Yeah. But I wish the visor, when he had the visor in silver when he first gets the suit. Mm-hmm. You liked it like that? Like when he first escapes? Yeah. You liked that suit yeah. rather than the uh, the new visor that he got when he had the entirely yeah. black suit. Yeah. I don't know. I think it was just all cool. You said something <laughs> earlier that um, really I'm going to combat. You said that the OG RoboCop did not have any human feelings or instincts at all. He was yeah. more of just a, a man, uh, a cyborg with machine instincts. Exactly. Yeah. But in this one... I thought that this script was brilliant because they were trying to make this whole battle of like artificial intelligence and and human intelligence, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Because now in the movie, he kind of he bypasses all of the mechanical restrictions that they put upon him. I want to talk about those mechanical restrictions for you for just a second, and I don't want to lose ourselves into a three-hour conversation, but I do want to touch on this real quick. Touch Did on you it. catch when Gary Oldman talked about how he is giving Alex? The feeling of free will. Yes. He explains that he created that. technology that goes into the brain and releases the same. You're taking off your headphones and wiping your hair because you think. Are we talking about free will? Because I. Are we going to fight about, about free AI, will right now? Uh, yeah, I want to really briefly touch on free will and AI uh, police because I, I think these are big topics that, that are going to make a difference. 
go go ahead. I'm gonna say my fucking piece. I might be interruptive because if I'm not interruptive, you're just gonna keep talking about how free will ain't a thing. It's not for a the thing. Long, I think it's, it's a, a chemical thing. reaction in our brain where we think things are good because okay, we're used peanut to gallery. We're Let's go to the peanut gallery. We do have two individuals here. Do you guys believe in free will? You guys have to talk because we asked you a question. Yes. <laughs> Are you guys pointing at each other to talk this first? Is a, this is an audio medium. You have to talk. You guys realize when you guys want to sit in on these sessions. You're you, going to be asked stuff. Yeah, I got a third microphone for a reason. I believe in free will. Thank oh, you. Use your microphone voice. I do believe in free will. You do? Uh, yeah, you want to touch upon that a little bit more? I feel like we have the options to do a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But just because we don't do certain options doesn't mean we don't have free will. Like, hypothetically, right now, I have the free will to, like, sucker punch the shit out of one of you guys. <laughs> Why are you making eye contact with me more? Because he's the one who'd hit first. <laughs> I'm but closer in proximity. Who I am as a person wouldn't do that. But that's a but, bit, but, but did I choose to be that this person? I don't know. So maybe okay. No, no don't. No, no, no. If you're gonna be on team free, we'll stick with it. It is. You get it though. No, you're exactly saying my point though. Is because, but you're not conditioned to knowing that free will is just a condition of understanding how it was. If you had always known uh, in the past, or if you had always seen somebody just get up and randomly sucker punch somebody in the face, and you saw that constantly, even as a child, uh -huh. you would think that that was okay. So then, as an adult, you yourself, Chris Perry, may not do it in this moment. But if you had a different past, your free will would be different in this moment now. Okay. Why are you smiling at me? You know, you know what you believe. Now, just justify what you believe. <laughs> no, you, you want him to stay on your side. I'm team free will. Okay, is, I need is, people okay. on my side. It is tough because if we were born without any sort of like legs, <laughs> oh my gosh. any sort of regulation, like you can't do this, you can't do that. Uh huh. Maybe it's, it'd be different. It's it, it is a tough scenario to be in that's so, not even to mention that like our brain is just chemical reactions what you feel as love and what you feel as happiness and what you feel as sadness are literally just chemical reactions yeah. falling in love is the same thing as eating massive amounts of, of chocolate yeah so so it's all it's just well how is that love. taking what away from free will? free will free uh, no i want to hear christian at yeah. the end of the day what <laughs> differentiates us from uh, animals, animals? <laughs> is the fact that they really act upon instinct. We don't. But wouldn't, wouldn't to a certain extent, yes. I was gonna say, but wouldn't you say you singing in your kitchen without any prompt or anything would be your instinct? That's just your feeling. You had that urge, so you did it. Yeah, maybe I heard a song earlier in the day. But you have that urge now, and so you're just gonna do it. But the idea is, you have that free will because it's been in, because you've had you've been conditioned to believe that you can do this whenever you feel. No, dude, now, okay, the fact, do not raise your eyebrows like you're winning this, because you say one thing. You'd make a horrible politician. I'd be a great politician. You're, no, because no, you're, you're too transparent. I'd be a great politician. Like, if you were in, a, in the race, and there was a debate going on, and he'd be like, Alejandro, what do you feel about this, uh, this and that, and this and that? And you'd be like, well, I think that the water is clean, and that the society doesn't need to do shit about it. And I'm then not, you look at every other candidate. I'm not running candidate. for mayor of okay. Michigan, okay? okay? so let's say, let's say you, you have an abusive parent, right? Okay, understood. And um, they've been abusive to you their Your whole life, mm -hmm. um, saying negative shit about you sure. and all that jazz. I feel like that child then has that free will to be like, I can I'm going to be the opposite. I can, yeah. But, but statistically speaking, you usually end up being the same. Usually if your father beats you as a child. Well, what are those statistic. stats, though? Like, 
Yeah, dude. Do you have the numbers? I have a Google here. Would you like me to? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. But uh, while you Google that, I do want to say like that we are going to convolute this conversation with a mixture of is it nature? Is it nurture that makes us the way that we are now? And now I kind of want to dive into a deeper topic. And we might be stuck here for a little while, but I don't fucking care because I do want to talk about this. Parallel universes. That moment in time where... Like right now, I could decide to do a million different things, and it is dependent on those things that I do that can, like, uh, that can really determine how the rest of the day goes out, right? If I, if Alejandro accidentally smacks his uh, cup of water onto his laptop, the rest of his day is going to be ruined, you know? Now he's going to have to do something for the rest of the week to try to get it fixed. But by the chance that he doesn't, if I choose to put that back on this table instead, and he does not knock it on his laptop, then we're going to go about the day that it should, right? Mm-hmm. And I, that's where I think parallel universes can exist because we have the free will to do a bunch of different things. Did you find the statistics? I did. I f- I'm actually reading an article here from the New York Times, so okay. take it with a grain of salt. It was also written in 1989, but in a study... <laughs> well, hang on. No, it's... Just, 30 years ago. A study in 1985 said that of 15 adolescents in the United States who were condemned for murders found that 13 of them had been victims themselves of extremely physical or sexual abuse. So 13 out of 15 of these murders of that they studied were abused themselves. So that's fucking huge 13 out of 15 mm-hmm. i mean i'm i'm no math whiz but that's like 99 percent uh-huh. <laughs> i'm just saying I, I i understand because i know people um you know my dad's dad wasn't the kindest man in the world you know uh he wasn't but my dad w- made a choice to be the opposite of that to his children you know my dad made a choice to not be that kind of father that he had so i i see what you're saying you do have the choice to make that difference but is that Ah, we're getting caught. We're getting lost in it. No, let's. I'm fine with getting lost in it, dude. I have a question for you. Yeah. Can you, can you give me a moment in your life where you had done something that was unexpected for you, like where the stakes were high, where you completely changed directions, you know, for the better or for the worse, dude. You know, I do stuff unexpectedly. You know, like that's just kind of like my whole shtick. Does isn't that going against instinct at that point? Isn't that where your free will does kick in, where you do something that doesn't make sense? Maybe, except my brain is always thinking to the opposite. My brain is always thinking like, oh, if it's if they're thinking this, I'm gonna think this. Okay, then you that's know? very like, individual that's to your action. That's my joke comedy. That brain. is your joke. Yeah, that's my joke comedy brain working at at improv speeds. Yeah, but let's take for example for a, a long period of time, uh, you weren't dabbling in the arts, right? Sure. Yeah, um, you were living a different kind of life, especially yeah. when you're living in Ir- Irvine and when you'd moved back up here. Totally. But all of a sudden, you had done something uh, completely against the grain of what your everyday life was. You were like, okay, I want to get back into acting. I want to get back into stand-up. I want to do this podcast. Yep. And to do this podcast, it has now taken up a majority of our lives. To sure. do this almost professionally, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Somebody pay us for that this, That is please. a free will thing yeah somebody pay us because we are not monetizing for somebody this. pay us. so it doesn't make sense no we- i okay i get what you're saying i see where you're going with this um yes i did have the free will to change and decide to go back into what i wanted to do uh, but i don't think that had to do with some higher being not predetermining my destiny you know mm-hmm. i think free will is just like it's like i said it's just a chemical reaction in our brain that's telling us that we made the decision i mean we can did you read the book that I gave you? Because scientists have counted that you make the decision in your brain before you consciously make the decision to do something. Uh-huh. It, it, you, you can time it. The science, science has gotten down. They can read the radio waves coming out of your brain to tell you that when you make a decision, before you consciously make that decision, your body is already making that decision. So, 
Did okay. you read the book? No, I didn't read oh, the book. Just, it's like not even 20 pages long. You're such a dick, bro. <laughs> Fuck. It's you don't room. know how to read. It's you don't know room. how to read. I do know how to Fucking read, dude. Shit. I do know how to read. <sighs> Robocop. So, when it comes down to it, before we okay. go back into okay. Robocop, let's just say once again, like we ended the last time we had this conversation, it's all it's kind of a, a thing about semantics. It, it is. Because you used in the same sentence. Um, free will is basically just a bunch of chemicals in your, you have the chemicals in your brain to, to be a part of some sort of reactions for free will. Sure. Not that verbatim, but that's what you said. I think so. Anyway, RoboCop. Christopher, um, would you feel safe knowing that the police force was completely controlled by robots? Yeah. Anna, would you feel safe if the entire police force in New York was run by robots? God damn it. What's the point of a third mic if you guys are just going to shove it in each other's faces? I'm not going to lie. I had more to say on free will than I did. Oh, okay. Don't talk it. about free lay it will. On there. Lay it on Lay it on. You got to be aggressive with us. I don't want to be aggressive. Um, I, um, I, I, I don't understand why what you're saying about the chemicals igniting what you're going to do is still not free will. Also, a lot of people don't vote in their own interest. Isn't that free will? Uh, I guess, but if you're talking about politics, I think it has more to do with who you want to succeed than necessarily free will. Um, well, like I think this is why I'm saying we were complicating the subject so much. It could be as simple as like, yes, I have the free will to not vote if I wanted to. But then, like the type of person that you are, you're gonna say like, let's take steps back and like, oh, not vote in the scam we call the American political system, guys. Let's talk about the electoral college. <laughs> Anna, you have anything else to say about free will no. before he starts talking about like? Uh, Let's the, talk about RoboCop yeah. or free will. How about RoboCop? <laughs> <laughs> that and should be. Hey guys, what do you want to talk about? RoboCop or free will? Okay, <laughs> RoboCop it is. See, to avoid small talk, I'm gonna bring up that question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what do you guys like? Uh, free will or RoboCop? <laughs> You're also from the south. Hey, there you want to talk about RoboCop? You want to talk that about I do want to say I do want to say what was cool about RoboCop. What? That this time he had two guns. He was badass, and I loved his bike. When he was on that bike and he was like shooting as he was riding, incredible. Uh, there are some things that are that shouldn't be done on motorcycles. It's some things that definitely should be done on motorcycles. And shooting automatic weapons should a hundred percent be done on motorcycles. Another thing that should be done on motorcycles is to completely fling it. Across oh. the building and hit as many enemies Other as you can. Other big robots. With it. it was great yeah. when he like jumped off and used it as like a battering ram. Fuck uh, yeah, dude. Yeah, you don't see that very often. Trinity no. does it in The Matrix Reloaded, but I hardly ever see people use. Oh, and Will Smith did it in Gemini Man. Oh yeah, it's actually fairly common actually. The to bike use. whip. Yeah, that was badass. The motorcycle weapon is an interesting choice of weapon. I know. I if I could do that, and if I had enough money to just throw, <laughs> throw away motorcycles. motorcycles like that, I'd do it. A topic that I do want to cling on to that you brought up a little bit before was robots patrolling yes. us. Would you in feel American safe society. if the police? Because no, no, why not? There was something that was said earlier in the movie. Oh, so, so. I'm sure you have a lot to say. It's yeah, it, it all comes down to like calculations and mm -hmm. algorithms. Yes. these robots they are scanning the environment. They're scanning the situations so that they could only take down threats and uh, save the lives of innocents. Uh, I right? think they call it two-step processing. Yes, it sees a threat and it eliminates the threat. So with it has humans, an objective, and it has to, uh, yeah. With humans, there are more steps in that processing, right? I think RoboCop had five steps. Look at that. That's yeah. already a lot, and I trust that more. It might be a little slower, but I trust that more. I recently read a book called Talking to Strangers, and it is an incredible book that I have not shut up about to almost anybody who will listen to me. Okay. And part of the book discusses about how judges are constantly getting bail wrong. They are constantly giving bail... Uh, 
uh, cheap bails to people who are flight risks, who end up paying it off and never coming back and end up becoming fugitives of the law. And then putting people in prison or putting them in jail without with insanely high bails uh, because they don't trust that person all for because they just got a bad feeling from them. Uh -huh. They took hundreds of judges uh, uh, from the from the New York judicial system uh, and they tested um, their the the flight risks of their bail bonds. And then they ran all those systems again on the computer without having the computer look at this person, just look at these people's past criminal records, looking at what they did, yep. where they're from and all these things. And the computer was right about 97% of the time on who should get bail and who shouldn't get bail. Yeah. And the people who were humans, the judges, were getting it right about 60% of the time. Uh -huh. So just by, bare basic, but just by that fact alone, I'm thinking that the robots kind of have it right. They have this, they have, because they don't have this emotion, because they don't have this inflated ego where they think that just because I can't see your... Why I wear sunglasses? Just because people think that they can't see my eyes, they can't trust me. People think that just because I, I'm hiding this part of my face that I must have something to hide or I'm, I'm, I'm hiding myself. That's not it at mm -hmm. all. In fact, it's the opposite, right? Yeah. Um, and so... I get what you're saying. I so, completely so, get what you're so saying. So people have this inflated sense that they can read people and understand people. And so, But it's wrong. Constantly police are making mistakes. Constantly police are shooting innocent people when yeah. they think their lives are threatened and they're not at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? So if we could have a way to eliminate that threat or have that... Uh, de de deniability of doubt out of out of the thought process. Mm -hmm. I'd say we should do it. I'd say we should have these robots patrolling the streets. I see what daily. you're saying. To piggyback on what you're saying, it does suck that that we, in the back of our minds and our subconscious, we do hold bias. Uh, yeah, humans are fallible. We we are very fallible in that sense. But there was something said in the movie that the person holding the gun that can either save your life or like accidentally fucking kill you. Shouldn't it be someone who understands the value of human life? No. to make that decision. No. no, no, because if they understand the value of human life, what makes it? What makes them gonna? What is? If they have that, then you cannot guarantee that the mission will be done. You cannot guarantee that the objective will be completed. Because mm -hmm. if your objective is to go in there and take care of this problem, that should be your objective. The best kind of soldier is almost robotic. So that's why in the next couple of years, when we replace our entire army with robots, we're gonna. It's gonna be the most vicious, brutal wars. But it's actually going to be effective. But I think what scares me about artificial intelligence is what has been kind of uh, predicted in a lot of the movies and a lot of TV shows that we see nowadays, right? Sure. Like, let's take like iRobot, for instance, where artificial intelligence becomes so intelligent that it could override its restrictions. Mm -hmm. Like and, RoboCop. Like RoboCop. Or like, have you ever seen AI? Mm-hmm. That fucking movie where that kid was a robot, but he was able to bypass Runner. those restrictions and actually feel now once a robot can actually feel are they still going to be the type of person where it's going to be two-step processing if a robot could be so powerful and take down people like this take down shooters and gunners like that and if there were to be some sort of uh, uh, some bypass in their in their wiring for them to eventually become a threat that's what scares me that's what scares me, dude. Do you know what the three laws of robotics is? No. Did you just Google that? It's it's a thing that that was written down a long time ago, and it's this. It's there's only three rules that robots have to follow at any given time, and it's just into their core. A robot may not injure uh, a human being, or through its inaction, allow a human being to become harmed. So they can't push you in front of a train, and then uh -huh. if they see you standing in front of a train, they can't just turn their back on you and let you get hit by the train. Uh, a robot must obey all orders if it's given by a human, except when that order violates the first order. So they, they have to follow all... I have, they have to do whatever I say, unless I'm saying, go kill Christian, right? And then the final law is... Uh, okay. That a robot must 
Fuck me. <laughs> no. What? How? Dude, this is why I, I can't take you seriously. People can't take you seriously. It always becomes robot sex. It's we, not always. Okay, when we had Chris on the episode, it reverted protect- to robot sex. The last one is a robot must protect its own existence as long as its own existence does not inflict on the first two lost. And as long as it fucks me. <laughs> <laughs> you said that like a robot. <laughs> be, be kind of fuck. Speaking of sex robots, since we're on the topic now, since you brought it up. <laughs> Don't get lost in this. I want to get back into what we were talking about. Robocop. Um... But did you have something to say about sex robots? No, I don't want to talk about those anymore. My mother listens to this podcast. <laughs> We've said the worst things already. Ugh, I can't look her in the eye anymore. Really? <laughs> Pretty much. Um, robots are an interesting thing to me. Uh, because it's I scary. do think that they could do a job better than humans in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I think there are robots in Japan who do restaurants, who are better bartenders than any human could ever be. Mm-hmm. But, with, um, but with quality and quantity, you're yes. losing artistry in individuality well said dude put that on a shirt you know i really liked what you said but i like it less because of how confident you are afterwards dude if you kind of just let it go by with some humility i would have i would have adored it a bit more but to to hop on what you just said i agree dude i what what do you think what acts in human society, what jobs, what positions do you think can only be done by humans? What do you think would lose its... Art is the only thing that can only be done by humans. Beautiful. Everything else will be done better by robots. Okay. Okay, so let's Manufacturing, say Manufacturing, like, customer service, uh, freight, traveling. Uh, everything could be done better than, better than humans could because there's a margin of error when humans do it. Okay. And the margin of error is so much smaller when you have a robot calculating at millions of c- computations a second. Follow-up question. What do you think is the cusp of that boundary? Where do, where does art become uh, not art anymore? Like, what is on the very edge? When it becomes quantity. Yeah. I do you think, have, like, a specific, think, uh, a specific example that you could give me? Because um, I'm trying to think of, like, let's take food, right? Yeah. I, yeah, a, that's a tough one. Because I was going to say, you know, let's take, like, the Japanese sushi chef. Who, exactly. Who, that's exactly who what I was envisioning. using its, his art to make this one roll exactly perfectly iconic and then you know and then you have it and it's done but on the streets of bangkok there are there are five star michelin rated hole in the wall people who only make dumplings so this one special type of dumpling his grandma made it his grandma's 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 made it they've been making it for hundreds of years and and they make only that a million times a day and that's what they do yes. those are also going to be just as good and potentially have just as much art and creation in uh-huh. them but how is that different? It's because it's a human doing it. He's been taught it. It's been yes. something that's been handed down from generation to generation to generation. Yes. Not just taught to a robot that does it every single time and then spits it out. Yes. Right? The difference between a handmade Lamborghini and a Tesla is that a Lamborghini, each part is handed by a person, is created and crafted and placed into the engine bay. And the Tesla is 100% fucking robots, bro. And it's done. Off the fucking line. Uh, you didn't have to do the, the sound effects. I completely got what you were do saying. Do you know how right? robots talk? They talk like this. No, I'm pretty sure it's more like... That's how they talk? No, that's how they move. <laughs> <laughs> I completely fucked like- up. <laughs> the R2-D2. Oh, man. Um, we're definitely weaving in and out of serious talk and like bit talk. And uh, if you can figure out which is which, people, let us know. No, for sure. 
Um, Look, RoboCop touches on a lot of things and does it in a way that ruins... <laughs> they touch on a lot of very important topics, but then do it in like such a shitty way because this movie is so no, garbage. No, I, th- I don't think it's garbage. You watch your mouth, okay, cowboy. I'm so sorry, Pirate. Um, so w- one scene that really stuck out to me was that Gary Oldman plays this doctor that kind of uh, implements robot prosthetics sure. onto amputees, sure. right? And so w- a beautiful scene was uh, an amputee who had lost uh, both of his hands. And yep. the both, yeah, both, both of them. And then Gary Oldman had given him prosthetic hands, and you know that sounds pretty normal, right? But this guy was a a master guitarist, and so his main concern was like, can I still play guitar? And and so he's playing he the guitar, and you think for about 10, 15 seconds, it sounds like, really good. It's fucking fantastic, and that whole CGI, beautiful, because you could see that every single note was the note that he was playing strong yeah exactly until he gets a little too emotional and apparently uh with these prosthetics since they're connected to his nervous system they get clouded when emotion comes into Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. i think was such a beautiful scene because i try and play with less emotion and he's like i can't you can't i I can't play it with less. that's where art comes in that's where music comes in because it is vital you know being a singer being like a musician of some sorts it is vital to have emotion into that or else a robot could fucking do it and that's what the, that's what this whole movie is about it is the conflicts it is the conflict of how much artificial intelligence artificial inte- <laughs> intelligence that we want to implement yep. into society before society is no longer what what we built it to be you know well, you know, robots might ju- robots might just be the next step of evolution. You know, if yeah. if, uh. if we are to believe that God created us in His image, well, the next step would be for us to create something in our own image, and that's going to be some yeah. sort of cyborg robot, which will eventually become its humanoid robot, which will eventually become this feeling tender being that you'd say yeah. robots could eventually become. And I don't, yeah, dude, it's uh, who knows? I, it's interesting. I I do hope that if we do go in that direction, that there would be some sort of uh, balanced harmony between the two. Real quick, I do have a question for you. Go shoot. Real RoboCop or Iron Man? Who'd win in a fight? Um, <laughs> Iron Man. Okay, RoboCop or Cyborg? Uh, Cyborg. Hmm, interesting. So you don't think RoboCop could beat any of these people? No, I think there there are flaws, not necessarily in his I combative skills. I think RoboCop skills. could get Iron Man. You think so? Oh, yeah, dude. The I mean, if RoboCop could fly, which... That would have been way doper if RoboCop could fly. Yeah, um, I think I think he could. But I think they wanted to keep this movie a little more grounded, buddy Ching. Um, buddy Ching. Yeah, just to keep it more simple, simple. Keep it simple, stupid. Um, Kiss. Stop kissing me, Otis. Stop kissing me, Otis. I do want to say one more thing. Uh, who would win in a fight, RoboCop yeah. or Judge Dredd? Oh wait, OG Judge Dredd, Sylvester Stallone, or New Dredd? New Dredd. Oh, New Dredd, New RoboCop versus Old Dredd versus an old RoboCop, dude. Eighties versus two thousands, bro. Oh, two on two, oh, two v two. That would be a that would be, be a cool. sick tag team. Yeah, bro. that should be. I put my money game. on on New Robo and New uh, Same. Dredd. Same here with this new CGI. Everything looks doper. New Dredd is fucking badass. Hell yeah, that oh, movie. Man. I wanted to do this move. That rated movie? too fucking it's too hot. good. Original Dredd is probably rated bad though. We should check that out. Stallone takes the mask off. I don't want to see what yeah. Dread looks like. Yeah, man. Uh, one last question before we sign off. Hey, if you were to lose any of your six senses, which would it be? Jesus Christ. I know it's a lot. Uh, well, you know, actually, humans have more than six senses. They have uh, at least 10 to 11. But, oh, uh, five, five senses. I'm sorry. I'm thinking, I said six sense because of that M. Night Shyamalan movie. Well, it doesn't matter because we have more than that. We have a sense of time. We have a sense of balance. We have... You're Nothing. Looking. I'm just looking at the people in the room because I like to give them attention because they are also in our presence and I like to be present. Look at me, Christian. This is our show. Look at me. 
I'm, I'm the captain. I'm the captain now. I'm the captain. So and fuck you. <laughs> what is, is Scarface stealing Captain Phillips' boat? Yeah. Hey, is this a banana boat? Is this a banana boat? I came on the banana boat. I'm not the captain now. You're trying to fuck with me. Fuck with you. Don't touch my sister. <laughs> Uh, real quick though, Scarface wanted to bang his own sister, right? That's- they were trying to put like uh, some sort of like uh, I don't know the term for it, some like horizontal Oedipus complex onto him. Yeah, definitely. Um, it was weird. Horizontal Oedip- Oedip- Oedipus. That makes sense. No, a lot. Yeah, actually, you cool. said it very, very smart when hey, you said that. Hey, what's up, motherfucker? Yeah. Uh, hey guys, you can follow me. Oh no, you didn't answer, dude. And I will never. Who was your best person on set award? Gary Oldman. Really? Yes. Mine was Samuel L. Jackson, bro. Samuel, dude. Samuel L. Jackson is is doing okay. In- Okay, real quick, we're not fucking done. In 2014, <laughs> he, in 2014, Samuel Jackson is doing like a, he's like taking what the Fox News people were doing and putting like it times 10. Yes. But what he's actually doing is exactly how Fox News is now, bro. Dude. He is exactly doing Fox News. 100%. They knew exactly how uh, biased news stations were, and he was gunning so, so hard. InfoWars style, Joe Fuck Rogan yeah, experience. It was fucking insane. It, it, it's like they had some some sort of symbiosis. Pat, the mm, Pat, the, the Novak them. element and uh, Omnicorp, dude. And he was getting pissed when he found out Omnicorp was getting uh, some flack. I did one of the nice little Easter eggs that they said was he said Omnicorp's parent company, OCP. Uh-huh. In the 80s movie, yes. Robocop was made by... Um, it's, they, it's a different name. Uh, um, it's very similar, Omniscient though, right? Corporation Productions or something O-C-T. like that. Like it's, it's OCP. Is, it's three different words. And this one is Omnicorp. They Dude, put the three I of them together. I love those small little things. Uh, I haven't that, seen the old one. That, but that I like about remakes. When they are able to make those kind of callbacks, yes. that's good. Beautiful. What's not good is when they want to make a remake and they just get rid of all the cool parts of RoboCop, dude. I want to see him coldly kill bad people and tell people... Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Because he doesn't give a fuck how you did it. You're a no. fucking criminal, and you should fucking die. No, it, this movie, I keep saying, is beautiful because it was that internal ba- battle between am I still a fucking human or am I a robot? I have a family to love, and they can't love a piece of steel, you know? Mm. I don't know. I just thought it was beautiful when he was able to bypass all those restrictions, dude. It was because- nice. It was nice when he decides to solve his own murder. And they're mm-hmm. like, what's he doing? And then and Jay Bishop was like, this is genius. Dude, how wild was it in that scene where they um, they took apart all of his Ugh. RoboCop parts and only just his human him. parts? Just what was left of his human His self. hand, his lungs, and his head and brain. And yeah, his, his visible face, brain. His face and brain. Oh, my God. And he was in front of a mirror. To see that, I'd freak out terrifying he did freak out yeah where's my dick he did a really good act <laughs> that would yeah he didn't ask that at all that would honestly the fact that he didn't ask that at all is weird because yeah that should be question two if not the first question that any man would ask yes. hey where's my dick hey where's my dick i don't care about my torso <laughs> i don't care about my legs why is it still scarface <laughs> dude because i would love to see robocop 2020 played by al motherfucking it was originally Pacino. offered to tom cruise and johnny depp and i would have loved to see a johnny depp robocop that would have been the greatest thing ever dude michael fassbender was also in that the was the second too. that was the second round hell hera people hera people uh, um you can follow me at call underscore me jesus you can follow me at christian has asthma you can follow the podcast at icbtb podcast and if you're not following the podcast already or if you haven't listened to an episode and uh what you then the fuck Ugh. are you doing with your podcast time you guys want to say anything before we sign off no they haven't said anything for the whole episode why would they change that now okay anna's nodding her head she's she's just 
She's Biden signing at the something mic. to us. What, you, like what, you got, what is it? Just yell it. Just yell it. Oh. Okay. Well, you heard her loud and clear. All right, guys. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Uh, we got um, shoes and socks coming to the store soon, so give us a call. That's right. We got ICBTB thongs as well and G-strings, if you're that raunchy. Goodbye. That's it. Bye.